Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Today, I have bad news, but I also have some helpful news. Okay, first the bad news. Today is tax day. If you haven't filed your taxes yet, you might want to pause this episode and get to work. But here's the helpful news. If you find yourself cursing the IRS and all its rules and auditors and collectors, I'm here to tell you who to blame. Abraham Lincoln. Yes, in addition to serving as the country's first bearded president, Abraham Lincoln is remembered for many things. He's renowned for his leadership during the Civil War and freeing the nation's slaves. He founded land-grant colleges. And, well, he was the first commander-in-chief to be assassinated in office. Given all that, perhaps there just hasn't been room in the country's collective memory to recall his seminal role in creating the country's most despised and vilified government agency, the Internal Revenue Service. It was 1861. Lincoln was in a financial bind. Also, he was in a war. To raise money to fight the Confederacy, Lincoln pushed for and won passage of an income tax. A year or so later, perhaps because citizens weren't exactly leaping at the opportunity to pay up, Lincoln established the IRS to collect what was owed. Here's how it worked. People with incomes of less than $600 paid nothing. People who made more than $800 but less than $10,000 paid a 3% tax. Those with incomes above $10,000 paid a 5% tax. Luxury taxes were also imposed on tobacco, whiskey, cattle stock, and other material and consumption desires of the wealthy. Proposed taxes on watches, pianos, and dogs, yes, dogs, never went anywhere. Ultimately, Lincoln's tax was struck down by the Supreme Court in 1895. But historians say his attempt laid the foundation for the 16th Amendment, passed in 1913, which created the income tax we all endure today. These days, the people who know all this wield it as political artillery, a Republican created taxes. But there's someone else to blame in all this, and there's really no way to put this delicately. It's the New York Times. One of Lincoln's great defenders in collecting taxes was the New York Times editorial page, which said, quote, the income taxes so framed as to place the heaviest burden upon the portion of the people who have the largest material stake in the country and the nearest interest in the integrity, public faith, and lasting stability of the government, the men of money and of productive stocks and other income-paying securities. Mouthful. Anyway, the Times also noted that the income tax would encourage citizens to be less tolerant of government corruption, perhaps even laying the foundation for investigative reporting. Why? If funds paid by the people are stolen, the Times reasoned, or squandered by Congress, then citizens would want to know who to punish. Reporters to the rescue. The Times was not totally in the tank for taxes, though. Who should be left out of paying, the editorial writer said? Get this. Newspapers. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. <laughs>